the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, and we are just 17 days out from the most important midterm election probably since the Civil War in 1862, and we have uh, one of the warriors in the battle before us, Sean Flynn is in studio with us today. And my name is Greg Britton, Redlands Tea Party Patriots, joined by my co-host, Don Dix. And this Yeah, is you a- got a little ahead of us there. You're supposed to introduce me first, and yeah. then the guest. Sorry, I, I, I forget you really, that. Yeah there, yeah, there is a format for doing talk radio, Greg. I really? thought I had taught you better. I'll try to do better next time. <laughs> it's all my fault. I'll leave. <laughs> yeah, you said 17 days out. 17 I think it's, days. It's important to note, too, that November 6th is the day that Republicans vote. November 7th is the day that is set aside for the special uh, day for Democrats to vote. So let's just make sure that people understand Republicans vote on November 6th. Democrats vote on November 7th. Well, especially true. I mean, that's actually probably literally true. As as you know, if if uh, if someone like Sean Flynn is ahead on the evening of November sixth, yeah. it's time for some more Democrats to go vote. And somehow Sean Flynn is thinking, "What in the world am I doing here? My campaign is crashing and burning." Being on the United IU Radio, Sean, thanks for being with us, man. No, a great pleasure to be on once again. It's, I always get I get have a good time here. It is it is a good time for a variety of reasons, and it's a good time because we're happy. That we have candidates like you out there. You are an amazing. I, I'm so thankful, seriously, that you decided to run for Congress because you are literally. Uh, he's just folks that don't have the video version of the United I Radio Show. Sean is starting to tear up a little bit here. Um, you are literally, the, I think, one of the only people that could hand Pete Aguilar a defeat because. Uh, you embody so many things that we want in a good representative of the people. Well, I am taller than he is. Well, that's important. Yes, <laughs> yes you want to tower over your opponents. Uh, and, I, and I think you also have some accomplishments in your life. Yes. Uh, well, I, you actually have done things with your life. And I've never been a lobbyist. And I wasn't put into Congress by a major lobby who put up $200,000 to get me started, right? See, I knew we would get right to the important stuff. What is it about Pete Aguilar? that we do not want to send back to Congress. We want to send Sean Flynn to, to Congress for the 31st District. Wait, $2.7 million of special interest money collected so far. and uh, Seriously? Yes, that's a ton of dough. And it, it's going up about hundred grand a month. I mean, he's, he's, wow. he's breaking it in, and that's who he's beholden to. You need to send somebody over to the P.O. box and collect that money for him. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you were telling us before the show that... Um, Pete is trying to buy his way into the to the Democrat leadership in the House, and to do that, you have to raise a lot of money and then give it to the the, the Democrat Party. 
That's how it operates in the swamp. That's right. Actually, and the swamp is, if, in, with respect to that, is, is infected both sides. So if anyone wants a leadership position, you know, a committee chairmanship or something like that within their own party, they have to hand over a giant pile of their own campaign cash to their party. So for a Republican, it would be handing over a million dollars to, say, Mitch McConnell or something like that, and that would get them committee assignments. And uh, Pete, Pete announced that he's going to go for the number five position Mm. in the Democratic House leadership. So number five after Nancy Pelosi, it's called vice chair. And that's a million to a million and a half dollars of special interest money he's going to have to hand over. And he's been stockpiling it just for that. The best Congress money can buy. (laughs) Yes. Well, it is. Do you think that uh, is that the way it normally works where he would do that? Or is this a sign of him being uh, of Democrats and, and him? Being so confident that they're going to uh, get a majority, that they're already beginning to position themselves for, I would think you'd wait until after November 6th to begin, you know, moving the chess pieces around on the board there once you know. But here here we are before the election, before they even know who's going to go, before they even know they have a majority, and they're starting to move the chess pieces in terms of committee assignments and committee chairmanships already. They are. And um, this political. Well, you know, on our side, the political maneuvering to see who replaces Paul Ryan has been on for several months. So it's not not just a Democrat thing, but you're absolutely right. They're looking past the election. They're assuming there's going to be a blue wave, which I don't see signs of. And they're assuming they're going to take the House, um, Mm -hmm. have a substantial majority and therefore be able to control everything. And, yeah, they're already maneuvering against each other, um, which is. Wow. Not good for democracy or our country because these people should actually be paying attention to legislation and getting proper things done rather than trying to climb the rungs of power. Can you believe that? Right. Shock that they would not be uh, taking care of business back in uh, D.C. Certainly your 31st district, which runs roughly from Redlands through North San Bernardino, North Fontana, and over in Durant Cucamonga, that's not San Francisco uh, by, by by a long stretch. How but uh, how often does Pete vote with Nancy Pelosi? Um, not our numbers, the official numbers, House website, 92% of the time. Yes. He occasionally goes off the reservation. Mm. They'll let him vote on anything with the word small business in it so that he can pretend to be in favor of local businesses. Really? Yep. So like, that's how it goes on is, is they will let, they'll get the leadership will get their Democrat members permission to vote on a, a bill when it's not going to make any difference. That's right. Or if it's not going to pass anyway, um, stuff like that. Or if the Republicans have such an overwhelming majority that the Democrats can't do anything about it, then they'll let people go off the reservation a little here and there. But he's firmly under the control of well, Nancy Pelosi. Well, not just under control. He volunteered. It's like joining the Borg. He is actually a deputy whip. He's in Democratic House leadership right now. So he is he is firmly in entrenched there. What are your main issues? What are the things that you're taking to the people of the third district? That a little personal, Greg. You're asking <laughs> Sean, who's a candidate for Congress, what his issues are. Yes, we all have issues. I mean, you and I. I, I don't think this is the venue for him airing. The- it, might, it might be cheaper than therapy. Well, you know what? Yeah, just, you got a point yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, just, Can yeah, we just, charge for this? Yeah, just between the three of us and our two listeners. <laughs> And if we had a call in line, we could uh, get some participation yes. in helping Sean through right. these yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. lifelong hurdles of his. Yeah, Fred Flintstone's on the line to with some input from Sean, Sean Flynn's issues. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Okay, so top issues. Um, 
generally speaking, it would all come under the umbrella of uh, umbrella of prosperity. You know, if you're if you're an average person in America, and this area has been hit hard in the last ten years by the financial crisis and whatnot, um, the average person's wages are down twenty five percent over the last thirty years. At the same time, bad government policies caused the price of healthcare to skyrocket, higher education, housing. You know, so many young people are buried under student loan debt, and their parents co-signed the loans, and the grandparents. So we need to make America a place where businesses can thrive and people can thrive. And a lot of that is simply just getting rid of really bad government policies. And as you know, Greg, my two big things for that are health care reform, where the entire system is messed up at the federal level with dumb policies that have been accumulated since 1965 when we started the Great Society programs. And... Um, then the other thing is the student loan debacle on the high cost. Just call it like it is. Don't call education. it great society. Call it socialism. Right? Yeah. Isn't well, it? this is the the branding though. We're up against that branding, and you're right. I shouldn't use the branding um, because it caused major problems throughout the economy and trapped right. a lot of people in poverty right. and locked in a lot of special interests to take advantage of everyone else um, while there were still people suffering greatly. So yeah, it, it wasn't great at all. Yep. And I think it's important to clarify too. Socialism is communism for dummies. So, you know, this is it, socialism is just a gateway drug into communism and Marxism, right? Yeah, the only way I've ever distinguished one as being maybe slightly less awful than the other is if you get like a European version of socialism where people did vote it in and they right. can vote out the government and it doesn't become full on totalitarian. But yeah, if you get to socialism and the government controlling all the major industries, you're just a hair's breadth away really from are. the government becoming completely totalitarian and getting a Cuba or a Venezuela or something like well, that. Well, and I think that's where California is. We're talking to a candidate for uh, Congress, Sean Flynn, who is running for the 31st Congressional District against incumbent Pete Aguilar, because I guess the, he has a reputation for playing footloose and fancy free with the truth a little bit, but... We'll get to that later. We've got to take a quick break right now. Uh, let our spon- let you guys hear from our sponsors. Please use our sponsors because it is them that, they, uh, that enable us to be with you every Saturday afternoon. And our sponsor for this half hour, Greg. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your direct mortgage lender. If you're considering a new home purchase or the refinance of a current home, and you know everything about every financial option, your income is plain vanilla, straight salary, and you have perfect credit, then perhaps dealing with one of those online lenders you see on TV makes sense. However, if you don't consider yourself a financial expert and you want someone you can trust to listen to what you're looking for and suggest the best option for you, then call us at Wholesale Capital at 855-640-2020. Whether you're a millennial buying your first house, a baby boomer wondering how to get out of debt before retirement, or a retiree who needs a plan to help you live more comfortably, we can find products and strategies that fit your scenario. In the age of rising interest rates, increasing home values, and mortgage products that are changing daily, you might want to talk to the experts that can help navigate through some options to figure out the best plan for you. Call Wholesale Capital at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, weekends right here on AM590, The Answer. License by the California Bureau of Real Estate. Broker license number 1147 and MLS 9873 Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political office, the one 
that we're just a mere 17 days away from the most important and consequential midterm in our adult lives, and maybe this side of 1900. And, you know, there's a lot on the ballot this year. We've got uh, some great candidates. We're visiting right now with Sean Flynn, who's a candidate for Congress from uh, Congressional District 31. But we could be on the verge, Sean and Greg, of the largest taxpayer revolt. Yes. Since 1978, since Prop 13 passed, because we have Proposition 6 on the ballot. And what's critical is it's catching up a little bit in the polls. Uh, what's critical is that every turnout, as you know, you, Sean, who's running for Congress, uh, has studied you know this. Midterms, very important turnout. Yep. Getting turnout up. And Republicans have every excuse imaginable to show up at the polls this year, even... If uh, if you're outside of CD one, just show up to vote yes on sixty uh, yes on Prop six. But if you're inside Congressional District sixty one, just vote yes 31. on six. I'm uh, sorry, thir- thirty one. What did I say? Sixty one. Yeah, we said yeah, one sixty one. There's the only fifty three. Just just to be clear, how many fifty seven? There's only fifty seven states. Fifty seven congressional districts. Yes. <laughs> I only have okay. one or two more to go. <laughs> it's 31. Embed that number in your brain. 31. Yeah, then Baskin vote for Robbins, Sean 31 and flavors. Yes, six. Yes, yes, Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. That's, that's, great way to, that's a great way yeah. to remember Victory it. Victory will be sweet. It will be. You did, uh, you did, you're, you, you're running a great campaign. You're extraordinarily qualified. You wrote the book, Economics for Dummies. Um, how, how would you assess where our economy is? is performing right now under the Trump administration and what do we need to do to ring it you know ring a little bit more productivity out of the gov- out of the economy in terms of what you could do back in Washington DC to get us moving in an even better direction Okay, so the president, I mean, uh, we, we, we're not seeing all the benefits here in California because Sacramento keeps making the regulatory climate in particular worse for our local businesses and uh-huh. doing so many things. But nationwide, the economy is humming in a way it hasn't. Like, literally, I saw there's lowest unemployment rate or where, you know, something um, since 1973. Ever. Since 1776. <laughs> <laughs> no, but super low, like worldwide lows. Right. Like, no one in Europe comes anywhere even close to this, sure. right? And so... Um, and then this morning, you might have seen the president. Um, and, and let me just pause there. Most of what's going on here, you know, the tax cuts were nice, but it was regulatory reform. The president, right. or, or, you know, promised two bad regulations out for any new regulation. And he's actually been running at about 22 to one, not two Seriously? to one. Yes, yes. Someone did a count. And wow. these are really job killing regulations. But, you know, we're going to keep the environment clean, all those good things. So I think regulatory reform is sort of the bee's knees, and we need even more of it economy-wide. But the president this morning, you might have seen, he's now demanding every single cabinet secretary um, turn in budgets next year um, that are 5% lower than this year's. It looks like he actually wants to tackle the budget deficit. And if he does that, you will see the the stock market skyrocket. And he's giving them a special set of tools. I saw him. He had 12 samurai swords laid out on the table <laughs> for each one of them to use to cut to, to slice up the budget, to to cut the fat out of uh, their different departments. That was a, I thought that was very effective. And in fact, I looked at their eyes and I think that they were thinking, are you going to use those on us or, or are those for us to use? Yeah, imitating a John Belushi sketch. Samurai I, 
president. Oh, yeah. What a lot of people don't know. <laughs> See, I, forgot, that's, I forgot about that. That's very. That's great. That's the wonderful thing about Greg. He has a mind that just sir. I mean, it just stores this stuff and serves it up at yeah. just the right moment. Something you may not realize when you walk into Sean's house. When it comes to useless information, I am. This full is of not it. useless. This is uh, actually continuing. This Sean has a set a, a samurai sword along with uh, other. Forms of uh, you know dummy samurai swords used to, to practice with. You have those right in your hallway as you walk into your house. I do. Hopefully, any home intruder will see them first and turn right. Around. It's a that's, deterrent. That's the thing. It's a deterrent. Yes, but I, it's something you're going to take to Congress with you. I understand. You said I'm taking this samurai sword to Congress <laughs> to cut the fat out. <laughs> I would love to do that if that's what it takes. Beautiful. Right. This is awesome. I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to vote. I'm re-registering into the 31st. Life imitates Saturday Night Live. Okay, but on a more serious level, because you, t- you mentioned the debt and deficit, and that that's that's out there. It is um, the the uh, the deficit was already scheduled to increase even before Trump came in because of the underlying of healthcare in particular. And that's something that, that you've been a focus on. And well, the Democrats' idea, well, gee, we have a problem with health care. So let's have more government. Yeah, that'll solve the problem. But you have a whole, you have a very different approach to what to do with our, with our health care system. Oh, sure. I mean, both parties have been failing here. I wouldn't be running for Congress if one of them had done the right thing. But, you know, just price tags alone, like if you have health insurance right now, um, you can't get the prices of anything in advance, right? You're, you go into your doctor, she does something for you, she bills an insurance company. Three months later, you'll get the crazy bill with huge numbers. And then down at the bottom, there's a line that says something like, this is your share. Um, if you have actual competition in healthcare, which means everything has a price tag on it, you can comparison right. shop, that alone would cut healthcare costs 50% in America. That's amazing. And, but the special interests don't want it because they can jack up the prices of everything behind the scenes if there's no price transparency, no price tags, no competition. So, yeah, that that's something I'd really love to fight for. I just Almost want to mention, you- Sean, Sean ha- has the ability to talk very knowledgeably and with a ton of credibility about healthcare related issues because uh, you were an economics professor yes. at uh, Scripps. Uh, Scripps, one of the Claremont's colleges. Yeah. That's right, Scripps College. There's four colleges on the campus, five or 57. Five. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, 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 the most See, famous is, is Pomona. So it's Pomona, Harvey Mudd, Claremont McKenna, Scripps, and Pitzer College. Got it. Yeah. And, well, and well so, Don, not, by, by now revealing that he was a professor, you have now destroyed his campaign. No, but this, as, is, a, this, is, this is a good, yeah, this yeah, is a good as, professor, and right. it's not a liberal arts at all. It's, this is not considered to be liberal arts, is it? It is, but I'm in the economics department, which, which is not considered to be nearly liberal enough at that school. Right. Yes. So no, but I'm I'm saying you speak with an extraordinary amount of right. knowledge. I've heard you talk about specifically healthcare reform, and this is an area of expertise of yours. It is. It is. Yeah. Oh, Greg. Yeah. yeah. The basic problem. I mean, health healthcare is almost unique, and I can't think of any other example where you do this. Is where you have eliminated the the economic relationship between the customer. And the provider, yep. even something food for most people is going to be far more important than healthcare. You'll die of lack of food before you die of lack of healthcare. Yep. But we don't have we don't have Obama food, where you don't pay anything. You go into the supermarket and or you pay a minute your copay of twenty five dollars for your basket of, of groceries, and then of course what you need then is a, a huge bureaucracy to ration food when it's free at point of delivery. And you've looked at there are examples of this where. Use a health savings account. So people are actually paying their own dollars for their own health care and then back it up with a catastrophic health insurance plan. And this has been tried 
both internationally and, and here in the United States, and it saves money without sacrificing quality. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Greg. And the incentives are so good. So what, what you do, and Whole Foods Markets has done this since 2002. The state of Indiana has done it both with government employees uh, and also uh, their Medicaid program. Um, so it works for everyone from all walks of life. But what you do is you both give people financial security. And what you do to do that, you first you know pay the premium on a high deductible plan, like you said. And they don't have to be that high deductible, maybe a couple thousand dollars deductible. But then you, and this is counterintuitive, you gift people the amount of the annual deductible, you put it, as you said, into a health savings account for them. And that way they've got 100% financial security because you've given them enough money to cover their deductible. And then anything above that's on the insurance company. But then you make them a deal. And here's where all the efficiency comes in, Greg, the stuff you're talking about. You tell people, hey, every year you're in this program, you'll get the amount of the deductible just deposited into your HSA. But in any given year, we're going to make you a deal any money you don't spend, you get to keep. So please shop around wisely, Health comparison course. shop, yep. um, keep the providers honest. And that way, like you said, there's no longer this disconnect between the people who are using the services and the people who are paying for it. It's the same people and therefore they and that you give them an incentive to shop wisely. That by itself cuts healthcare spending 35%, but people are still going in for mammograms just as often, annual checkups. They're doing the preventive maintenance. So what's happening? Where's the cost savings? People now, when it's their own money until they hit the annual deductible, they'll go for generic drugs instead of brand names. You'll get the x-ray first before an MRI, right? Because, you know, you've got some skin in the game now. And so that's exactly what's been lacking, right? Greg, you're, you're absolutely right. We need to make sure that people are not disconnected from their own healthcare decisions and that they're empowered and feel safe making them at the same time. And you could do both. We are speaking to Sean Flynn. He's a con- candidate for Congress. His website, Sean, S-E-A-N. Flynn, F-L-Y-N-N, for Congress, F-O-R, dot com. You can get more information about his campaign, his positions, and you can even sign up for a newsletter. As soon as you go to navigate to the webpage, it'll uh, give you an opportunity to sign up uh, for his, give him a little information, name, rank, serial number, and uh, he'll get you in line for receiving his uh, newsletters. Uh, We will return real uh, quickly after a word from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll free area code 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, the main event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. License by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio. Do you stand for the flag and kneel at the cross? Because if you do, 
There is no place for you in today's Democrat Party. So it's not just what the Republicans are in this election. It's, it's what the Democrat Party has become because there was a party official in Pennsylvania who wrote that on a Facebook post. I stand for the flag. I kneel at the cross. And the Democrats fired him from his job. Executive director of the party. Of the, of the county party. Yep. So, you, so if you stand for the flag, kneel at the cross, if you don't believe in using mob violence and mob harassment, you have no place in today's Democrat party. And someone trying to fight against the Democrat mob, Sean Flynn's in studio with us. We only have a couple of minutes left. So we'll, just t- we'll turn it over to you and you can make your pitch to the, to the voters here. Okay, we need everyone who thinks socialism is a bad idea to get out to vote. We need everyone who thinks that open debate and free speech is a good thing to come out to vote. We have one of our major parties right now that has been captured by extremists, uh, literally socialists, some of them communists. You've got Antifa as their sort of thug arm. Um, These people need to be taught the ultimate rebuke in a democracy, which is people aren't going to vote for that. Um, That's the only thing that will bring... Um, one of our major parties, the Democrat Party, back towards the political center. And uh, so this this election matters so much. Um, And, you know, in addition to the examples you gave earlier about that poor guy who got fired for saying what to most people would be completely benign or even beneficial, um, let's remember that there was only one pro-life Democrat in Congress, and the Democrats did their best to primary him this year, spent millions of dollars trying to take him out because— you can no longer be pro-life and a Democrat, apparently. Um, that's no longer something that they'll tolerate. And so there's a lot at stake um, in this election. And we need everyone who cares passionately about their country, that's a patriot, who loves this country, who thinks the flag is worth standing up for, to come out and vote. Because if we don't do it this midterm, and you know, I'm not scaremongering here. Things are scary when one of our major parties has embraced socialism. We need everyone who thinks that's a bad idea to come out and vote and get their friends to come out and vote and just show the people who believe that kind of stuff it won't be tolerated in our democracy. That is Sean Flynn for Congress.com. And you can sign up, get more information. And you got events coming up. You got walking. There's always, they can help, you can be on voting to help you beat leftist. Empty suit, Pete Aguilar, who's trying to bribe his way into the House leadership. Thanks for coming by. We wish you well, and um, we'll be out walking for you. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. Much appreciated. You bet. We'll be back with more on the Unite IE Radio Show after the break. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political office in the country, that of private citizen. And, you know, the great thing, Greg, about being connected to a broad variety and range of activists is that everybody's got their antennas up for what's going on out in the communities. And every once in a while, we get something more than just the garden variety uh, socialist Democrat progressive that's out doing a town hall, uh, which is bad enough. But then every once in a while, something like what we're getting ready to talk about rears its ugly head and it's uh, might be a little bit of a difficult subject but it's one that needs to be discussed we have a friend and an activist arthur shopper who is out in who who shows up at a, a broad range of events uh you know standing up for uh conservative faith-based values he is a real soldier and uh, something crossed arthur's uh you know awareness and he he emailed us, and it's something I've heard a little bit about, 
from other activists, from other people that have uh, seen this. Uh, first of all, Arthur, thank you so much for uh, making us aware of this and for taking time out to join us here on the Unite IE Radio Show. Absolutely. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Don, for having me on as well. Uh, I want to just briefly announce, so I am now the new organization director for Mass Resistance. We are an international pro-family group that makes the difference. Our efforts have stopped Drag Queen Story Hour in Atlanta, Georgia, which is like the San Francisco of the South, I recently learned, a very pro-LGBT city, which cares more about pushing an agenda than caring for its citizens. We're targeting these programs in New York, in Vermont, and now in Riverside, California, specifically at a bookstore called Cellar Door Books. Well, we're familiar with this bookstore. We'll get to that in a moment. But tell us, what are, what are you talking about? What is Drag Queen Story Hour? Is that what you called it? Yes, this is the latest push by the destructive, anti-American, anti-biblical, LGBT agenda, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender agenda, to force and to push their views, their ideology, onto the most innocent among us, our children, especially populations as young as three years old. Drag queen uh, entertainment programs, this is adult entertainment, to put it mildly. Okay. And it's about promoting you know, gay men dressing up as women with the most flamboyant, outrageous costumes and makeup. And now they, this whole LGBT movement is bringing these drag queens, these men dressed as women, to read stories to children. And they're not just ordinary stories that we're accustomed to, like Cat in the Hat or The Giving Tree. Okay. We're talking about stories that are pushing this pro-LGBT, anti-family narrative, teaching gender fluidity, that children can change their gender like flipping a switch, that it's okay for a man to marry another man, and that the, the integrity of family can be anything or everything. These are harmful, destructive ideas that don't reveal the undercurrent that these behaviors are syndemic with disease, undermine our culture. We're seeing attacks on First Amendment and other natural rights. And there's a loss in human capital and even funding as governments are forced to deal with the loss of human capital, the venereal diseases, and the societal breakdown that follows. So so drag queen story, are you, first of all, you're saying we're not, the, these kids are not hearing Let's just call them the literary classics that are age appropriate for what ages are, of kids are we talking about that will typically show up at these events? We're talking as young as three years old okay. to eight years old, but it's very common to see little babies being well, brought to these perverse programs. So three to eight year olds are showing up to hear stories read by men dressed up as women. Now, we're not talking about men dressed up as like uh, that, that, or like women, like we might picture a transsexual, like, uh, you know, some of those that are in the, the popular culture. You know, there's this uh, f- former uh, athlete uh, that is now Caitlin. And uh, so she looks like a woman. We're talking about something sort of sort of. Yeah. Caitlin Jenner, uh, formerly Bruce Jenner. We're talking about something. Well, describe for us a little bit about what what these kids see when they come in the room. What they see is men. You'll see men who allow their facial hair to remain. They're not trying to pretend to be women. I see. They are explicitly in conflict. Drag queens. They're 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 putting on a drag show, but for kids. Uh, reading these very inappropriate textbooks like, you know, Jacob's First Dress, Worm 
marries worm or the king, the king who married a man, uh, boy king marries boy king. These kind of stories are trying to push and normalize these destructive behaviors and ideologies. As for the men themselves, they are gay, dressing up as women, pretending. Well, I mean, they're, they're explicitly, you know, that's a new point even now. They are even mocking women, feminine femininity and womanhood. I mean, there should be just that alone. Feminists should be speaking out against this. This is a travesty against women in general, mothers in particular, and against children altogether. So we're talking about men that are flamboyantly dressed up in exaggerated makeup, in exaggerated costumes, uh, in with with an exaggerated, uh, you know, overall look. Um, and I, you know, I grew up on the East Coast, and I got to tell you, there was this was going. This has been going on for decades, where you know you have these drag queen cabarets, and it was a form of adult entertainment. They would go in, and some of these performers really sort of nail the women, nail the uh, the image or the songs, or they're good impersonators. Let's just say of the women they dress up as. So they would dress up as stars, as singers, and uh, and then put on a show. That's one thing, but what you're describing is an entire is not entertainment we, we've crossed the rubicon now into total indoctrination that is exactly the word to use children in many cases don't even understand what they're seeing initially but there's even photos on the website dragqueenstoryhour.com and you can see just these hideous men dressed up as just vicious and ugly grotesque wannabe women and the the pic, even the children look at this. You can see the photos, and they go, "What is this? Yep. It is foreign. It is aberrant. It is disturbing." And even the children have enough sense to go, "Something's wrong here." Wow. I, I mean, they they can't cover this up. I, I mean, this to me just shows how brazen the whole LGBT has, agenda on, has become on so many different can... levels. You're right about that. Now, the parent. I mean, in some cases, this goes on in the schools. Or so the parents may not be necessarily aware of this, but uh, the, the event uh, there's one going to be in Riverside at a, at a bookstore, at a private bookstore, where they where I mean this this is, this is something where parents have brought their children f- to this. Yes, and I would say to you, there are two types of parents essentially. Well, three. There are the parents who go, "This is wrong. I refuse." There are the parents that go, "I don't understand this, so let me see." And then there are the parents who. I won't mince words who are deliberately using their children to push this agenda mm-hmm. that the, the, the parents, quote unquote, could be lesbians or homosexuals or, you know, SJWs using children, their own children to push an agenda. That is wrong. It is child abuse and it needs to be confronted. You're mentioning the store is cellar door books. I'm urging every one of you listening to this to call the store right now and tell them to cancel this. Their phone number is 951-787-7807. I'll repeat it again, 951-787-7807. The manager's name is Linda. She needs to hear from everybody in the community, left or right or in the middle. I have friends of mine who are left of center, and this transgender ideology is just as abhorrent to them as it is to people in the center and among conservatives. Now, this isn't happening just at private bookstores as the one that is being described here uh, at Cellar Door Bookstore. And, and I, I know this bookstore and they have uh, ha- have a history of providing a venue for 
uh, f- what I'll call fringe or or out of the norm topics. Uh, we're speaking to Arthur Shopper. He is an activist. Uh, he is knowledgeable about it. Uh, he's also a journalist whose work appears in townhall.com. Uh, Arthur, we need to take a break. We're going to come right back because this topic needs to be expanded beyond just what we're talking about here into other areas that it is uh, that we're seeing it. And we'll be right back with Arthur Shopper after a word from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to go when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We have on the line with us Arthur Shopper, a great and dedicated activist now with the uh, mass, with resistance.org to to defend pro-family values. We've been talking about Drag Queen Story Hour, in which... Rather, I've seen some of the pictures, rather hideous-looking men in women's clothing are reading to young, are reading stories, not your... Well, not, the men not, may not be hideous, but once they dress up in right. this costume, yeah. it, it takes on a whole different flavor. Right. Yeah. And it, uh, the, the idea is indoctrination into the LBGT uh, promiscuity lifestyle undermining any kind of pro-family any kind of pro-christian upbringing that the children may have had prior to this and uh there's an event coming up in october 27th in riverside tell us about saturday yes it'll be from 11 to 12 my goal is that they will come to their senses and cancel this thing at this time i'm urging everyone who listens to boycott cellar door books Call them now. Tell them to cancel this perverse program, 951-787-7807. Now let me, let me pivot here. We need to talk about how this just isn't happening in private firms, but it's coming to public libraries and to public schools, elementary schools, on your tax dollars. Your tax dollars are paying for this corruption and this aberrant destruction of family values, biological facts, and biblical morality. Parents need to be up in arms and start being vigilant about what's happening in your local school boards and even in the city councils, especially if they supervise the local libraries in your community. Well, and, and here's an important point, because some people might be thinking, well, cellar door books, it's a private bookstore. They're free to do whatever they want. And they are. And so if you feel, you know, comp- uh, you know, that this is a, a cause that you that you uh, support, I think it's uh, I think it's a horrible thing that's happening. Uh, you can call a private. But a public library that is, pu- as you said, that's public money. Uh, kids are being brought to these events without sometimes parents knowledge. But it doesn't end here. This is part this is just another shingle down the slippery slope 
uh, towards you know a full, fully embraced agenda uh, from the political left, and particularly uh, the L- LGBT agenda. Now, if people want to do what they want to do behind closed doors, behind their home. That's their right. That's their and I, you know, go for it. Do whatever you feel like you need to do behind your door. It's fine in your home in the privacy of that with other consenting adults. That's one thing. But when this agenda comes out from that, out from behind that environment, as you're pointing out here, Arthur, and it's being it's being expanded into public schools. I say that's an entirely different thing, but it doesn't end here. It will keep going. Right. That's it. If you give this movement an inch, they're going to take a mile. And it's time for parents to just draw the line right now, and we need to start pushing back. We need to start having story hours that talk about celebrating male and female, like celebrating Boys Day or Girls Day. They do this in Japan. We should have uh, story hours that celebrate what the rainbow really means among even different religious traditions. This is We've got to start going on the offense against this anti-family, anti-biology, and anti-biblical agenda. We can do this, and we start to show that when we put our when we put our forces together as parents and concerned citizens and as consumers that's why everyone should be calling seller door books and informing them we will boycott your store we will inform others to boycott your store and we'll inform the public that your store is promoting this destructive anti-family anti-child agenda and that's one thing you can do you can call and do exactly as arthur is saying there's another approach you can do with Cellar Door Books if you feel so inclined. Call them and ask them to hold an alternate story hour with an alternate message. A As Arthur just said, a pro-Christian, pro-family, uh, pro-marriage uh, story hour. See what they say. Are they willing to do that in uh, in response to this? And I guess I, I kind of think I know the answer they're going to get in advance, right, Arthur? You know what? I don't know. We've had some success now. Already I mentioned how we were able to stop this craziness Good. in Georgia, and we're working on it now. It's they, Another group stopped it in Louisiana. We've got momentum now, and it's time to capitalize on it. Well, and Arthur is with MassResistance.org, and to find out more about this specific event, where could people go about to, if they want to see something more about this specific incident or event on October 27 in Riverside? What they can do is email me. Arthur, A-R-T-H-U-R, at MassResistance.org. You spell it as it sounds. Arthur, A-R-T-H-U-R, at MassResistance.org. M-A-S-S-R-E-R, excuse me, R-E-S-I-S-T-A-N-C-E dot O-R-G. Beautiful. Arthur, thank you for taking time out of what is a very busy activist schedule. Thank you for everything that you're doing, and uh, appreciate you coming on with us. Thank you so much, Gregory. Thank you so much, Don. Have a great weekend. You Thank bet you, well. Arthur. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer.
Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen, and the show that is going to help you understand these 11 propositions that are numbered 1 through 12. Number 9, proposition number 9, uh, that are going to be on the ballot. Proposition number nine was uh, defeated, or not defeated, but it was... Uh, Removed by the California or, Supreme Court. That would have divided the state into, uh, into three, three pieces, states. yes. And we can't have the citizens voting for, you know, dividing up states. That would just be sheer and utter anarchy. Right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Not, can't just, let the citizens decide anything. Can't let the citizens, yeah, declare their own fate. So, yeah, the Supreme Court, state, state Supreme Court removed that, but there are 11. And we're going to go through them right now very quickly. Uh, this is the Greg and Don recommendations for the propositions. I don't know if we're going to be uh, near or, uh, you know, near to each other on these. Uh, but let's go through them. I've got my list and you've got yours. We haven't looked at each other's lists, so we don't know how each other is rating these. So we're going to go through them right now, uh, and we're going to give you our recommendations for how to vote on these 11 propositions. And so I think the appropriate place to start, Greg, is with Proposition 1. Let's just start right in the beginning. Start at the beginning. This is state housing bonds. Californians already owe billions in of debt in uh for bonds 1.3 trillion as of 2015 well that's a lot of that's a lot of billions that's not the trillion of unfunded pension liability right that's just debt bonds yeah so so this is a trillion dollars that the state carries in bonds and um yeah greg my my thoughts about the track record of bonds that are floated by California, I'm inclined to say no on this one. What say you? Well, I agree. In fact, uh, we rec- in Redlands Tea Party Patriots, we recommend there's tw- the total bonds of one through four are $16.3 billion, which will be $32 billion with interest to pay back. So we say no. No uh, on we, one through four. No on, no on all of them. And in yep. particular, the Proposition 3, which is supposedly for water, since year 2000, California voters have approved $36 billion in water bonds, and we have no new water. So, I, so the, the idea of giving the politicians another $8 billion to squander on other things, we say absolutely not. Yeah, and there's a brand new uh, box that you're going to find on your ballot this year for the propositions. Uh, there's, no, there's a box if you want to vote yes. There's a box box if you want to vote no. And then there's a third box. It's hell no. So we recommend on these four propositions hell a no. hell no vote. Right. Yes. No more bonds. No more money for out-of-control bureaucrats. All right. That uh, very quickly yeah. takes us through the first four. Proposition number five, Greg, what is it? Well, this this is this allows if you are you have appreciated property under Proposition Thirteen and you want to sell your you want to sell your property and move to maybe like you're an elderly couple, the children have gone, you know, they're, 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 your last child turned thirty five and finally moved out of the house. It's you know, but you're deterred from doing that because you'll pay much higher property taxes at your new residence, even if it's a smaller property. So this lets you carry your Prop 13 valuation to a new property and may fr- actually may free up some housing for families from couples that no longer need space for a family. Yep. So uh, on mine, drum roll, I recommend yes on this. What do you recommend, Greg? Yes. Yeah, so one through four, no. Proposition five, yes, and that's a hell yes because there is, for this one, a brand new box that says hell yes. 
Uh, now that takes us to Proposition 6. Proposition 6 is interesting because it's titled Eliminate Certain Road Repair and Transportation Funding Requires Certain Fuel Taxes and Vehicle Fees uh, Be Approved by the Electorate. Now, if you didn't know what you were reading here, you might be inclined to vote no on this because of the way the Attorney General... Uh, is, is, yeah, Sarah is right. The, the California Attorney General gets to write the ballot summaries and title, and writes them based on what whether the, whether he likes the initiative or doesn't like the initiative. Right. So this is to repeal the gas tax. And That's it, what it, it actually it's, it's is. It's a tax on gasoline, diesel, and vehicle license fees. It's worth, for the average family of four, $779 a year. And no matter what they tell you in all the ads you're seeing, not a penny of this gas tax money has to be used on the roads. They can, the politicians, the Democrat politicians can spend it on other things. The other thing that you're going to hear is that, well, we already started collecting it from November 1st. We've got all these projects started. If you stop this tax, what are we going to do? Well, guess what? We're already prioritized. We're we're still going to be paying gas taxes. Why don't instead of you doing what you've done for decades, which is to siphon off our gas taxes, to use it for other things in the general fund? Why don't you use the gas taxes we've been paying? Oh, shock. Shock of an idea. To pay our gas taxes, to, to fix our roads. Right. Only 20% of transportation taxes and fees go towards the roads, make it a priority. Uh, so there's plenty, there's plenty of money as it is. So what say you on this one? Yes. Absolutely. In fact, there's another box on this one that says, yes, 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 yes. So there's a no box, a yes box, and a box that says, yes, 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 yes. That's what we recommend. Proposition 7. I really don't care about this one. Nor do, nor do I. This is about changing daylight savings. Daylight savings. And so, so it's advisory. Whatever you want to do on Proposition right. 7, doesn't matter to Greg or I. Proposition 8 regulates the amounts outpatient kidney dialysis clinics charge for dialysis treatment. This is a hidden one. It's all about unions. Right. This is, this is put, brought up by SEIU as part of its organizing campaign to try to leverage the uh, the, the employers. It's going to, uh, whenever you put price controls and more government bureaucracy, it's going to hinder things, drive uh, companies out of business, and people have to go to the emergency room for their dialysis. We recommend no. That's right. There's three other propositions, 10, 11, and 12. We are running out of time. So 10, we'll is rent, go- 10, 10 is rent. The, only, the important one is 10, which is rent control. Right. And that'll make the housing situation in California even worse. So price controls never work. They always cause shortages. Vote no. Vote no on that. Proposition 11. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually still undecided about this. I'm leaning yes. I agree. Yes. It is, is under California's onerous wage and hour laws. The, if an ambulance worker is having a break and a call comes in, someone's dying of a heart attack, they, they can't, the employer can't take them interrupt your break and go take care of the person without paying penalties. Crazy. So, vote yes. And at and very last, Prop 12, no. And uh, we are out of time on this week's Unite I radio show. Tune in every week at 4 o'clock for the best radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.